You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was quiet this whole time. Can you hear it? Ambulance in the background. And dogs barking. And now I'm mad! <laughs> oh, that sounded amazing. Zevia. Uh, Not sponsored. Still drinking it. Anyway, this is episode... I don't know what episode this is. 71 of uh, Chrome Dome Radio. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for being here. And um, I might have a good episode planned for you. Uh, it's not planned. I lied. And I'm just drinking my... There goes the dog again. <laughs> Off to a phenomenal start. All right. Dude, you remember those Pepsi commercials when Shaq would drink the Pepsi? And he'd go like... Dude, when I was a kid, I seriously thought you were supposed to do that when you drank soda. I thought you were supposed to take a sip and then, and then go, ah, because that made it taste better. That, that meant it was more refreshing if you went, ah, after you drank soda, soda pop. Uh. Yeah, dude. Oh, we're, we're rolling now. Mmm. All right, dude. Didn't you not think that though? Like you're supposed to go. <clears throat> you gotta remember those commercials. Let me look one up for you. Let me help you guys out. This is. Let me look up a Shaq commercial. <clears throat> okay. I don't remember this one. Shaq Pepsi commercial. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, he's drinking a bottle of Pepsi, but it's making all the Pepsis around the world deplete. So he's drinking his Pepsi, and the Pepsis all around the world, people have their own Pepsis, and they're, the liquid is going down in all of them. And they're like, gee, what's going on here? You hear the glugs? That's the glugs of Shaq drinking Pepsi. This summer reminder is brought to you by Pepsi. Better get yours. Here it comes. Before Shaq gets it all. Yeah! Yeah! What? <laughs> what was that ending, dude? Alright, so there's letters that come on the screen and it says, Be young, have fun, drink Pepsi. <laughs> and then there's random Japanese guys at the end and they go, Shock attack! Hang on. Stereotypes, though. <laughs> shock attack! Shock attack! Dude, these guys, man, they were all excited about being in a commercial, and they go home and they tell their wives, and their wives are like, "What's the part like? Like, do you have a big part?" I'm in the commercial with a Shaq O'Neal. Like, oh my god, that's amazing! That's huge. What, what, what's your line? What do you say? I say a shock attack. Shuck a duck. I say a shuck a duck. <laughs> I, I say shuck a duck. 
Why is it even at the end? Oh, my goodness gracious. Let's get another one up there. What do we got? What's this one? Oh, my God, dude. Shaq. Shaq's a giant, first of all. He's just a giant human being, and he's, and he's young. He's young in these videos, and he just ripped the gate to the basketball court off. Did he want to open it like a civilized human being? No. Oh, dude, that's the kid. Hold up. That's the kid from Angels in the Outfield. That's the kid from Angels in the Outfield. And he's holding a bottle of Pepsi. Here we go. How's this going to play out? Oh. He calls for the ball, and it just, it, it just comes, it comes to him like Thor's hammer. And then he pulls down the basketball net and throws it. That's cheating, Shaq. You can't do that. You can't pull down the basketball net. He's marching over to the cooler. There's no Pepsi left. And the kid from Angels in the Outfield has the last Pepsi. Slam! Be young, have fun, drink Pepsi. Oh, I didn't get a, I didn't get a out of that one. These commercials are amazing, by the way. They're so memorable. I don't know what it is about that, you know, the, at the time. Like, I don't know if I remember these commercials better because I was a kid when I was watching them, or if they just legitimately played commercials longer. Like, I can remember commercials so well from my childhood, and I can't remember anything more recently. Commercials just suck nowadays, dude. They were way more entertaining back then. And that's that. And that's all I have to say about commercials. But seriously, honestly, everything was better back then. I don't care what anybody says. Dude, I can't stop burping now from this Zevia. I gotta stop drinking it so fast. <laughs> Dude, everything was better back then though and sometimes i wonder i'm like was it really was it really better because so many people hate on like movies and music that came out in the 80s dude that shit rules shut up that's that's that stuff is awesome dude like okay i just watched the new rambo all right and a lot of these movies, I said it last episode, remakes, reboots, redoings, rehashes, re-whatever. That's what Hollywood's doing now, all right? That's where the money's at, and it's just what they're doing. No franchise is safe. Mark my words, every franchise is going to get remade. E.T., it's coming. Back to the Future, as much as you think it's not, it's going to happen because there's money, Okay. I don't like I don't think I like it I couldn't even think of one where I even liked I don't even know if you can count Batman as like a reboot like the Christopher Nolan series I because I like those movies a lot and I don't even know though because it's like a it's like it's almost like the 007 movies I like those movies a lot too they're never really like reboots though 
I guess they sort of are, but all right. Maybe that's, maybe like superheroes get like a pass or something, but like, um, whatever. So anyway, I was watching Rambo, dude, and Rambo was everything I wanted from a Rambo movie. Look, dude, they didn't overcomplicate it. Star Wars. It was an hour and a half long, not three hours. Star Wars. It was a simple plot. It was exactly what I wanted. It wasn't convoluted with side stories and and random plot lines. Star Wars. And it was so straightforward. I I was so pleased by the end of this movie. And look, am I going to go around recommending this to everybody? No. But if I know you're a dude like me and you're into the shit that I'm into, yeah, I'm going to tell you to watch that movie because it's everything you're going to want. If you like the other Rambo movies, there's no reason why you're not going to like this one. It was straightforward. Also, I think it had an identity crisis. It came out in 2019. Felt like I was watching a movie from 1998. Did it make it better? Yes, it absolutely did. And I enjoyed it. All right, because there's something about, dude, it was so simple. It's just the simplicity of having a good guy and a bad guy, and you got somebody, a strong lead like uh, Sylvester Stallone. You know, when you got a good guy, a protagonist like a Stallone, uh, a Schwarzenegger, Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, Steven Seagal, Kurt Russell, dude, when you got guys like that, um... It rips, dude. If you have a bad guy with an accent who tells the protagonist to... If you have an antagonist with an accent and like a, and a quirky thing about him who tells the protagonist to do weird shit or watch him do weird shit, I'm going to like the movie, dude. Dude, because this is what I mean. Like, you'll be like... You know the 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 protest. They'll capture him, right? And the protagonist is in a situation where he can't get out of it. He's like being held captive, and then the bad guy walks in, and it's super shadowy, and he's got a fucking accent that you can't uh, identify. And he'd be like, Did "You come into my house, Did you shoot this place up, Did you show me disrespect." And then he asks him something fucking weird. Did you like goldfish? you think about goldfish and the protagonist is like what very few words by the way and he'll just be like fuck you and your goldfish what you got against goldfish they eat their flakes they swim around I have a whole tank of goldfish Do I look like a guy who gives a shit about goldfish? <laughs> he just he just wants he just wants a friend. The bad guy just wants a friend. You ever seen a collection of Nintendo games like this? You think I give a fuck about Nintendo games? That's always what it is, too. They always, like, say something that they're super interested in, and the good guy's always like, do I look like a guy that fucks off like that? You know what I mean? (laughs) Come. Come see the collection of my cars. Do I look like a guy who cares about cars? (laughs) Oh, dude. Come see how I write down my grocery list. You think I give a shit about groceries? Dude, that makes a good movie, though, because then they always have to get free, obviously, and they think they're in the clear, but really in the background while they were held captive the whole time. The 
the bad guy was smart enough to go capture one of his relatives. So as soon as you think he's free, he's like, I got your daughter, man. I got your daughter. My daughter, she likes my goldfish. Do I, do I look like I give a shit about goldfish? <laughs> Dude. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was a kid and I just watched those movies growing up. And they ruled. And the music was so good in them. I mean, that's what the, the intro music to this podcast is to pay tribute to movies from that time period. Because they ripped so much harder than movies now. You know, God, get off my soapbox about the movies. I just had a really good time then, man. And you know what? That's one of my favorite things about my life. One of my favorite things about my life is when I was born. I nailed it, dude. I, I fucking nailed it. I popped out in 1984. Here I am. And then, and then I got to grow up with all these awesome things, dude. I got the Ghostbusters and the Ninja Turtles. And I got, uh, uh, you know, Demolition Man. <laughs> got all the Batman movies and Beetlejuice, dude. I hit all that stuff, like primetime. All the sweet cartoons I got to grow up watching. I really nailed it. I probably I probably would have nailed it better if it was like 1980 when I was born, like a few years more, like like a really old millennial, which I guess I am now. I don't know when that shit starts anymore, dude. I don't know when millennials start, but yeah, dude, when I was a kid, that shit was awesome, dude. I had this, this kid that lived around the corner. His name was Corey. And we used to swing on the swings together. And I remember when we were, I was five. He was like, how old, how old are you? And I was like, I'm five. And I was like, how old are you? And he said, I'm five and three quarters. And I went, what the? What do you mean three quarters? You have money in your age? I remember thinking that. You have money in your age? And then he, explained, he had to explain to me what a quarter was. And I was like, where did you learn that? He said, my mommy told me. And I made believe like I understood what he was talking about, and I still didn't get it. Because I didn't know math. I was five. I knew the basics. Kind of like now, I can't stop burping into the microphone. I'm trying hard, but I drank my Zevia fast. Yeah, dude. And then there was this kid, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Brian lived around the corner. Dude, Brian, all right, Brian, so uh, the kid wouldn't stop picking his nose and eating it, and that's what he was known for, and we call, and did, did, kids, are we kids, did we call him, did we miss the opportunity to call him Booger Brian? The answer is no. His name was Booger Brian. Everybody called him Booger Brian. Was he helping his case? No, because he would le- legitimately sit there during story time and eat his boogers. He would dig deep. He and dude, sometimes it wasn't even a hard booger. It would be the soft, mushy kind, uh, and 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 he would be digging it out of his nose, and he'd be swallowing it. And then even sometimes kids kids would go ew, and then he would still do it. 
dude. This wasn't like a one-off thing where like like you pee your pants and you get embarrassed by it, and then you have to go home and you feel ashamed. The kid did it like habitually. He just kept eating his boogers all the time. And I kept telling him, I'd be like, dude, you need to not. This is literally six-year-old me. Dude, you need to stop eating your boogers. I told Booger Brian. And he said, and I, I even asked him, I was like, why do you do that? And he told me he liked it, dude. He told me he liked it. <sighs> I think the camera froze for a second there. Okay, I got it back. Dude, oh, Booger Brian told me he liked eating boogers. Oh, no. I wonder what that kid's doing now. Dude, I wonder what Booger Brian's doing now. It'd be so funny if he's like working for Impossible Burger. <laughs> Booger Brian's working for Impossible Burger. Oh man! And then, and then Booger Brian though, like he had everything going against him. The poor guy. He he also was into Barney and like, and and I was definitely way too old and cool for Barney because Barney came out when I was already like. When did Barney come out? I think I was seven or eight. Let's see. When did Barney come out? What was it called? Barney and Friends. Barney. Barney and Friends came out in 1992. I was already like seven. No. Shit, yeah. I was like eight. Okay. You can't get into Barney when you're eight, dude. But he got into Barney and that's fuck, Dude. Okay, okay. So he's in the Barney and people made fun of him for being in the Barney. And you know what? Thinking back on it though, like... He was so he was not he was not ashamed for eating his boogers and he was not ashamed for liking Barney and thinking back on that even when I told him to stop eating his boogers and he said he just liked it and then I was like why are you watching Barney because he he just liked it he was being himself and we can all learn from Brian because Brian was straight up just still Brian dude Booger Brian didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about him eating his boogers or watching Barney. And God, dude, as I'm sitting here right now, I'm just like, shit. That's that's awesome. Dude, that's so... Oh, God. Brian, wherever you are, man, I hope you're still watching Barney and eating boogers, though. Working at Impossible Burger. You know? Shuck-a-duck. Shuck-a-duck. What else, man? Remember the Kill Barney songs? Oh, dude, remember the Kill Barney songs, though? Hang on. Do you guys remember? Dude, we used to make these all the time. We used to make them up. The Kill Barney. It was like, I hate you. You hate me. Something, something, Kill Barney. Wait, hang on. I gotta fucking... <laughs> What's this one? Oh, this is not suitable for children. This is actually recorded. What the fuck is this? Bro. No, I don't want your stupid... What is that? <sighs> Kill Barney songs. Where are they? I can't even think of an example now. It was like... Let's team up and kill Barney. With a... Something. Huh? Am I just making this up? Was this literally just me in my... 
in my class making up Kill Barney songs? I know I can find them somewhere. Kill Barney song. I hate you, you hate me. Let's go over and kill Barney with a handheld gun. And Barney's no more, no more stupid dinosaur. <laughs> That's one of many, guys. One of many. Here, let's see. This one might actually be a song. Oh, come on, dude. You don't have to overcomplicate things. You know? It's already... It, I hate you. You hate me. Let's get together and kill Barney with tanks of water and acid. He will drown. Barney escapes, but he falls down. That's not a good one. Dude, there was one that was like, no more purple dinosaur. I hate you. You hate me. Let's get together and kill Barney. When he's skiing, let's make an avalanche. And then he'll get hit by a big tree branch. Wow. That's terrible. What the? Dude, that's so bad. We made so many better ones up. There was one about a shotgun. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I hate you. You hate me. Let's tie Barney to a tree with an M16 and a pistol full of lead. We just shot off Barney's head. I hate you, you hate me. Barney gave you HIV, so we punched him in the balls and shot him in the head. Now that purple thing is dead. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, this was like, we spent uh, way too much time. Oh, here, I think this is the one I was thinking of. Let's hang Barney from a tree with a knife and gun and a bullet through the head. Till that purple thing is dead. Maybe that's not the one I was thinking of. Dude, I mean, look. Were we excellent at writing these? Far better than the BS that I'm reading in now? Absolutely, dude. Dude, nine-year-old nine -year me used to rip these out. And then, and, oh my god, this even has a visual. Literally like an, literally like an automatic gun just blowing Barney to shreds. Didn't need that stuff of nightmares. Shark attack. Oh, I'm in the commercial with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. And I say uh, shark attack. Cool. That's a cool thing to do. <laughs> Dude, um... Yeah, so it, it, this is it. What, did I mention the New Year's? Oh, it's the New Year's. It's the New Year's. This is the last episode of the year of 2019. It's been an exciting year, not really, but kind of. And, um, you know, every time it, you can't help, but you reflect a little bit and you're like, all right, you know, what happened in 2019? You know, the good stuff, the bad stuff. And, um,. I don't know. It's always weird to me. I, I'm always thinking, I'm like, because when, like, you could do the, I think I said this last year, too, and I was like, you know, you could do the New Year's resolution thing, but it's like, why? Just, if that's something, if you're acknowledging that you have 
this thing in your life that you need to change, then just do it. What are you waiting for Gen 1? Just do it now. You know? So it's like New Year's resolutions are weird to me. And as I say that, I'm already thinking, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get back on my diet January 1st. <laughs> I do the keto thing. Have I been doing the keto thing since Thanksgiving? No. No. I have been um, eating like an orangutan since Thanksgiving. I gave myself a one-month break. It's the longest break I've taken from the diet since I started it like two years ago. And uh, it's fine, dude. Dude, it's all good. Like, I can do what I want. I'll eat whatever I want. But uh, I definitely feel better on that diet. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. You do whatever you want. You know, you live like Brian. You live like Booger Brian, and then you just go. And and then I live like me. And living like me is on my own. So I'm, I'm eat, I've been eating what I want lately. And um, it's taking a toll on me. I'm starting to realize, like, I'm starting to carb crash in the afternoon and shit. And I'm like, all right, I got to get back on. I got to get back on the track. I hate, hate when people say it. But they say I got to get back on the wagon. And it's not something I normally say. And I don't condone it. But I just said it. And I just said it because I wanted to. Because I'm living like Booger Brian. You know, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll get back on it, and it'll be it'll be all good. And then um, what else next year? I, I mean, I'm gonna be keep keep doing this thing. You know, I don't know. Do you guys do? Do you guys do New Year's resolutions? I know a couple. You always have like the classic one. Let's look up some New Year's resolutions that people do. Let's see. I'm gonna go into Twitter if it's gonna let me in because I don't remember my password. I bet there's a hashtag. Hashtag New Year's, uh, New Year's resolution. Here we go. 120 tweets in the last hour. Rather than picking, no. Um, let's see. Let's read one of these. Unless nobody's taking it seriously like me, and they're just writing a bunch of dumb stuff. I don't, that's not a new, this says there's something utterly delightful about these days between Christmas and New Year's hashtag New Year's resolution uh, not a resolution though why would you tag it like that if it's not a resolution here we go here's um what the fuck am I reading this is a quote so why are you quitting porn for your New Year's resolution question mark and this shows a picture of like stepping stones and the bottom one says it promotes a how does it promotes a inequality uh, I know I'm an idiot but how the fuck does porn promote inequality warps expectations ow addiction normalizes sexual abuse this person doesn't get laid this person, this person watches way too much fucking porn to be that worried about it. Here, this person's uh, New Year's resolu resolution. Vote in the Democratic primary. Mm. 
that's not a resolution. That's just something you'd like to do once. Dude, that's not a resolution. That's what you would like to do one time. You know? My New Year's resolution can't be I'm going to see Ghostbusters 3 next year. That's not a resolution. That's something I'm going to do one time. Here we go. Oh, God. New Year's resolution for 2020. Choose courage over comfort. Oh, dude, that's just something a white chick would say. Choose whole hearts over armor. Oh, my God. Choose the great adventure of being brave and afraid. Oh, this person cries a lot. This person cries a lot. Read this, dude. Chooses courage over comfort. Choose whole hearts over armor. Choose the great adventure of being brave and afraid. Who hurt you? Who did this to you? What else is on here? Yeah, you guys should do this. Just, like, read through New Year's resolutions, you know? Maybe you'll pick one up. Maybe you'll be like this person who says, give more kindness than you receive. Oh, read it off a Hallmark card. Defend those who cannot defend themselves. That's superhero. Stand up every time you fall. Generic. What else we got? Somebody having trouble coming up with a good New Year's resolution. Oh, here's, okay. Oh, I love, oh my God, dude. This guy is recommending recommending new year's resolutions to people in case they can't think of one and then says i've got you covered oh god number one believe in yourself pinocchio number two say good got goodbye to toxic people white girl stuff number three enjoy the people you love hallmark and number four, vote out the tax raisers, and we got political. And I fell for it. You sucked me in. I thought this was something. And in the end, it was sixth sense, dude. M. Night Shyamalan made this tweet, apparently. Vote out the tax raisers. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah a piece of shit you know you're a piece of shit and I fell for it thank you thank you alright let's do let's read one more what do we got stop I don't even want to read another one these are stupid dude look America no this isn't America because this is Twitter this is all around the world hey earth humans get a grip alright the fuck you talking about fix it <laughs> there's your resolution fix it that's all it needs to say fix it like this like this schmuck last year's resolution was to eat more breadsticks pretty safe to say i succeeded <clears throat> fat fuck <laughs> all right you guys want a song? Let's let's get out of here with a song. I mean, is that the name of this song? This song's Auld Lang Syne? Dude, okay. I've heard this song a million times in my life. Never knew it was called that. 
karaoke. Eight bar intro. Why is it an eight bar intro? Now I'm pissed. What? You don't need it. It's a karaoke. You don't need an eight bar intro, especially for this song. Four at most. You can get away with two. But this one's got an eight bar intro. What is this though, dude? They better have the lyrics because I'm just realizing now. Don't know them. Oh, that's the words? Who knows the words to this song? Should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old lang sign? So fucking old it's got words in it I don't even know, dude! What's old lang sign mean? Old Lang Sign? We'll take a cup of kindness yet for Old Lang Sign. Is that a name? What the fuck am I singing? Oh, it changed. Oh, it's like a lullaby now. Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old Langsine? Don't know what it, still don't know what it means. Oh, there's a chorus now. Oh, I picked a good one. This is beautiful. And an acoustic guitar, dude. We'll take a cup of kindness yet for old Langsine. This could be making these lyrics up right now. And I, what the fuck? What did, what did I click on? Quaint and speed forgot and days of old lang sign. There's a guitar? <laughs> oh, this making it stop. It's too much. Why is there a guitar now? That's it, guys. 2019's over. Let's get into 2020. Do your New Year's resolutions, you piece of shit. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next year. I hate when people say that. Fuck you. Bye.